Yeah, I was drinking. He was having fun. We were hungry. We made a song. We went and got Filibertos, came back, finished it. That literally is everyone's on, on life in Arizona. So yeah. and, and the video. Everyone should check that out. Yeah, the yeah. video is actually filmed at Filibertos as well, like in the drive-thru, oh my right God. in front of it. So, I mean, it's... We even have one of the workers in the video uh, dancing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> this is Amigos PC. If you were looking for a highbrow, fancy, smart, regal podcast with hosts that love to talk about horse riding, badminton, and trips to the vineyard, you're in the wrong place. This is Amigos PC. If you're looking for drinking, random nonsense, stunts, shenanigans, and balls-out craziness, you've hit the jackpot. This is Amigos PC, and this is Scott and Mark. So let's 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 first start by saying, you know, welcome to Amigos PC or you know podcast. And Mark, introduce who we have here. We have a show favorite. Joe Audio, uh, also some of our artwork, uh, or all of our artwork. Uh, and then we also have these guys collaborated together, uh, created an album. Uh, from what I've heard, it sounds like you both are on it, obviously. Uh, Visionary, uh, a rapper here in the Phoenix Valley area. Uh, is it is is it right to call you a rapper, or do you, would you prefer a different term, or, or what, what do you go by? Um, you can call me a rapper, but I mean, I consider myself more of a music artist because I do more than, than rap, nice. as Joe knows. So, okay. I mean, play guitar, sing a little bit. Don't, don't, don't shake your head. No, <laughs> but I, 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 I consider myself more of a music artist. What is, what is your passion then? What would it be rapping or would it be like playing instruments in like in a band or what would you say your calling is or is it just music in general? just music in general i mean i've never played in a band i'm not good enough guitar player to play in any band mm. let alone play by myself but i, I love playing it gotcha but, okay i mean I've, I've always been involved in music my entire life so it's just music in general very cool i mean it's a passion to keep going for it that's awesome you yeah. say that it's been a part of your entire life uh so so where where did it like the the first tingle of music really aspen in and pull you in probably the night that my mom got laid uh, oh nice what was yeah what, what was she listening to do you know or was it like uh at beyond it's it's gotta be um i'm gonna say it was probably journey was she listening to journey when you when your mom was getting banged no because um i'm half mexican so she was listening to mexican music oh nice it was a nice she little. Had, she had gone out dancing, and she had known my dad for a little while, so she already was listening to you know Mexican music and stuff like that. So she was a fan of some stuff. So they went out dancing, got drunk, went home. I became the accident. Mm. Nice. Well, I mean, all Mexican births are accidents. Most, yeah. You guys are so. <laughs> yes. Yes. Give up. Because trust me, I'm a quarter Mexican, so and I have a lot of kids, so. Yeah, I, I have none. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, good for you. And I'm the only one for my father. So apparently, the somehow it trickled down from my grandparents having like eleven to my dad having one and me having none. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow, eleven. Wow. Yeah. 
but I, I, I screwed it up somewhere down, down the line. I said no kids, so, you know. <laughs> Were you a skateboarder? Like, maybe you're, like, doing too many, like, rails and you, like, hit your nuts too many times? Or what do you think? What, why? I, <laughs> or do you have an amazing pullout game? No, I, I honestly don't know what it is. I mean, I just, I've never, you know, been the one to want to have kids, really. Mm-hmm. And it's just... No, I, I think it's nice. because I'm I'm more so I notice that I'm more selfish with myself and my no, time and and good. things that I want to do. I mean, n- nothing against anybody that has kids or wants kids or anything like that. I mean, I always said if it came down to it where I decided that I wanted kids, I'd go ahead and adopt. That's cool. No, that's 100% agree. Because I mean, honestly, you know, that's the stigma, right? Or like the stereotype. You don't have to always fucking have to have kids. No, no. You know, if you don't want kids, that's awesome because. There's too many other people having too many. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is my fiance, she she already had a couple of her own kids. I mean, by the time I came along, they were old enough and, you know, either 18 or older. And or even her stepkids from her previous marriage still hang around. And, and you know, I, I care about all of them the same, you know. And it's just no matter what, there's always going to be a kid that needs loved and Yes. I, I would rather love a kid that has nobody than to have a bastard child and right out, out of out of something that I, I have. I mean, yeah, I'd probably still love that kid if I had him. But, yeah. you know, like I said, if I decided I ever wanted kids, it would have came down to me just uh, adopting. That's what we do. We, we bring out the deep stories. I don't know how, but it happens. <laughs> Things that Joe yeah. doesn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's Joe just podcast. found out some shit. That's why he's like, oh, yeah. shit. I, I just found out he, he's engaged. I didn't even know that. It's the third time, so we'll see what happens this time. <laughs> Roll the dice. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that crazy when you're doing like this podcast stuff, or like you, you're involved with a friend for a while, collaborating on some type of project or something, and you start to learn new things after knowing them for a long time. Yeah. Well, I already knew that information. I just said it to people. Well, it happens, though, I think. <laughs> don't, don't, don't but yeah, no, pull yeah, the third wall away. Like, for the longest <laughs> the time. wall or whatever it is. Or For the longest time. Whatever. whatever. How many walls are there? The, I think there's eight. Eight walls? Yeah. Don't take well, all the walls away, Joe. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I I try not to. No, for, for the longest time with Visionary, like, I didn't know his real <laughs> name. Like... Visionary is all I knew. I still call him Visionary. Like I don't call yeah. him by his real name. Like even when we're hanging out and chilling, like and it's the same with um like because we did this uh, album like about ten years back called uh, Future Desert Sounds, and uh, there was a third guy that they used to rap with us. His, his name was Stunna, and for the longest time I didn't know his name. Like like I, until like a number of years, like I didn't know his name. So it's like, I mean, yeah, I, I work with them like daily, nightly. You know, we were in the studio all night and. I just knew him by the. Well, I'm pretty sure by that time, names. Joe, you knew me by my real name because we had this. The we had a lease together on a place. So, well, yeah, but I mean, how, how, I how did you find out Stunner's no name? Was it because he had warrants and like a cop was there and he's like, "Are you Julius Childs?" or like something <laughs> weird? Like what happened? Yeah, how'd you find out, Joe? <laughs> yeah, how'd you find well, out? Because because Visionary called him a different name. Like we were like chilling outside, like kind of a break in between like recording and visionaries all calling him a different name and I wasn't too sure for sure if that was his name like I just thought maybe it was just a nickname or something but you know I found out it was his name from hearing uh, them talk to each other not talking to me I heard overheard them using like their their real names 
like and leaving me well, in you the never dark asked, here, you know so you, you know what so are we I supposed to say him. am i supposed to say hey joe yeah, yeah. This guy you know Donna, his real name is actually michael yeah. you know i'm gonna give you his full name his his date of birth his social security number you want where, he lives, where he lives yeah I mean, it's, it's not like it came up in conversation. Well, All you had to do yeah. was just ask, you know, you know, aside some sometime, like, hey, so what's his real name? I don't know. Yeah, you don't care. You use you and abuse us yeah. all, Joe. Well, it was all uh, a mutual benefit. Like we were all recording, so we we're making music. As long as whatever was working exactly. was working, Good that's shit. all I cared about. Well, I was gonna ask, um, where, where? Did you draw your inspiration with this new album? Like, where where are you guys getting your inspiration for your music? Then? Which, which album are you are you talking about? Joe's new album, my last one. What? Well, we can start. We can start with yours. Your. We'll go with the okay. most recent album that you dropped, which is going to be the visionary. Um, well, I don't know what's it called. I don't uh, even know what it's called. Just met each other. <laughs> He, he he helped. He's, he's an executive yeah. producer on it. He put all the artwork together. He mixed everything, and he still doesn't know what it's called. <laughs> Visions Volume Two, uh, Game Face. It basically just um, it started like 10, 12 years ago, and it was, most of the songs were already recorded back then. It's just I never finished it and stepped away from music for a while. And, you know, take care of personal businesses and, and stuff like that. And Joe came to me, I think it was last August or something like that. And he was like, I, I, I got to record something. I need to I need to be creative. I got to do something. I'm, I'm going insane over here. I said, all right, come bring your stuff over. Let's, let's set something up. And that night we started coming up with the song Midnight Get Right. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, I've got eight or nine tracks, however many done i might as well just record a couple new ones put it together and see how it goes and just throw it out there and it pretty much went from there i mean there isn't really like a whole lot of inspiration it was just kind of just songs that were previously recorded that never made it anywhere i never put them out out really just you know song here or there joe coming over to do that kind of reignited the fire and it it helped that you know i was now working for you know here in the valley, I'm home every night and all that stuff. So it just helped that it was easier to become more productive with music. Okay. We record everything out in the metal tin shed that I have in my backyard that's full of rust holes and um, rat droppings and stuff like that. Um, that's how how it sounds so good and so, sounds like professional quality. Yeah, yeah, most of the stuff we recorded at my place, um, all. All of the Visions Volume 2 album that he has, well, the majority of it, a lot of it was recorded at um, uh, Big Hap Studio, which is Ash Music. Ash Music has a, a studio here locally in the Valley. Um, so he recorded a lot of it over there. Um, and then a few of them we would record at my place, at my studio. Uh, but it's, a, it's all home studios. And then um, more recently, after we kind of started rapping again, you know, when we did that song after I went over to his house and said, you know, I wanted to record something. I need to make some music. Then I gave him a setup, and we we both recorded at both our places and kind of sent files back and forth, and um, just worked virtually. I mean, just how how this whole podcast, everyone's in separate locations, and it all comes together for one final product. That's what me and Visionary do. We just both record at our separate studios. Sometimes I'll go over there. Sometimes he'll come over here, and then we just make it happen. However, it happens. I'm going to contradict you there, Joe. You kind of told a little lie. The majority of the album 
was not recorded at. Well, you weren't here, so I had to make up some music. Hey, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Like all of a sudden, it just said that everything timed out on me. I don't know what happened, but anyways, um, there was only like two, two maybe three songs on the whole CD that were recorded at Ash Studios. The rest of it was either recorded with G Major or you. So. Yeah, I just I was talking and all of a sudden the, the everything just shut off. I was like, "What the hell? Where'd everything go?" And it said your connection timed out. Or yeah, when you left, I, I thought you were mad at me. I was like, "Oh, the question was bad. That sucks." <laughs> and then and then and then Joe picked it up and ran with it. <laughs> yeah, so it was all right. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> even even though he was lying, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You and guys would know it, if he got most of it not. Right. I mean, you guys were all believing it, so hey. I believe it. Like, yeah. oh my god, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I recorded everything in the shed out back. That's not even there anymore. Yeah, but but pretty much when when I came over and did that, told him this record a song. We recorded that the song called Midnight Get Right. We were just kind of listening to the beat, and then like, I mean, you, you guys kind of know me a little bit. Like, I, I tend to want to like joke around. My brother more so than me, but like. You know, it's all kind of playful and stuff. So we're listening to this beat. Um, Visionary is, you know, similar in that way too. And we're just listening to this beat. We're, we were kind of hungry. And so we're talking about like um, eating at Filiberto's and then Visionary kind of made like a little like verse that was kind of going along with um, the beat. And then we're like, hey, I like that. And then we kind of just started using that and then ba- building around that. And then the Midnight Get Right, there's a video for it. Um, I don't know if you can play it on here. I can send that to you as well. But if not, there's a YouTube link we can send you. Um, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in our socials yeah, I, for sure For sure, when we post. Right, Mark? Sure. Yeah, thanks for... <laughs> to put you on the spot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, Joe, yeah. I mean, that was that's partially right. What, what happened first was I came up with that that little bit at the end of the song that, that, that one... One burrito, two burritos, yep. three burritos, los gorditos. I came up with that first, just kind of you know going along with it, and that's where it all spiraled out. Where we came up with you know, you know the the hook saying you know midnight, kind of just going along with that, and then it just spiraled, and we ended up with the song. Where we were like, well, you know, we got something, I guess. You know, it's good. I, I'll listen to it, and and um, we just ran with yep. it. So from there. you guys were at Filiberto's when you were doing this. <laughs> no, no, no. We were here in this this room behind. Was it me, after right here, this room. or or it was or prior what? to prior we, prior to immediate afterwards? So, yeah, yeah it was, you you were drinking, having we, fun, and then you had it, right? Probably. Uh, yeah, I was drinking. He was having fun. <laughs> we were hungry. We made a song. We went and got Filibertos. Came back, finished it. That literally is everyone's on life on in Arizona. So yeah. and, and the video. Everyone should check that out. Yeah, the yeah. video is actually filmed at Filibertos as well, like in the drive-through, oh right God. in front of it. So I mean, it's we even have one of the workers in the video uh, dancing oh, in the background. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't even know it while we were filming. But um, when we were done with the scene, the director was like, yo, the, one of the guys from inside was actually dancing in the background, and I just kept yeah. rolling because he was actually <laughs> on beat. Fuck we were like, yeah, we'll keep that. it, yeah, throw it in shit. there. Yeah, the- yeah, and it, it was just hilarious because once we watched it, we were like, oh, my God, he was right. The guy is actually on beat without even hearing the song because we were just playing it off of a phone speaker just so we could get the footage and everything. And 
the guy somehow nice. was actually that, on the beat. That's good shit. How, what, what's the movie magic like with making a video like that? So you guys had the phone speaker right with the beat going, so you, you could do the thing while you're filming. Uh, are you ripping the ed- the audio off of that and overlaying new audio, or or how? Like I said, what what's the movie magic behind making a video like that? The guy that shot the video for us is his name is Carlos Berber. He's actually a pretty um like well known like um what director like like videographer like he makes music videos for like like people in the industry like actual artists like big names in the art uh, big artists he's made a lot of music videos for in the past um so we're lucky enough to to you know contact him and and get that situated and set up but for to make a music video i mean you have your audio you record in the studio that's the one you're going to use because you're not going to use the video audio from the video you just act out the song rap it whatever you then when you make a video you just strip out all the vocals and put the recorded version on top of it so it it lines up with your vocals, you know what you're saying, and then, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Um, it's just the, ripping the audio and out of the video and then put, and laying them on top. I don't know. I can show you better than I can tell you, but I know how to do all that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's simple enough to do, but there's also a process and skill of making sure everything Editing edited is always... together correctly, so that way it it, it all makes sense. Like a, yeah. like if you're telling a story and but at the same time, all the words in the song have to match the lips. So it's just, there's different things that you have to make sure line up correctly. So like, if I'm going from one shot to another shot over here from a different angle, my lips still have to match wow. to whatever's being said, no matter the angle. So it, it, that's the, yeah. the tricky part is the editing. But the, as far as overlaying the, the audio, like Joe said, that's pretty simple. Yeah. That's crazy. No, I never thought of, uh, of, you know, different angles and trying to make sure that you piece that together correctly. Uh, Also, not somebody who films very often. And when when I do on a podcast, the Internet is complete garbage for some reason. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. So, no, it's good information to know. So, it's funny that we bring up, like, video recording stuff right so i've been going to the gym recently which you know crazy we have bad idea right why bad idea so i've been going but but at the gym they play you know they play videos right so for me i'm 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 not that old but i'm i'm old (laughs) you know like what i what i mean by that is i'm old (laughs) enough right so what i mean by that is so i used to love like the videos that would be there would just be dancing randomly in the street right or like they're, they're they're singing the song and they're doing their shit and they're just fucking just having a blast and now i'm watching like when i'm doing my you know, like my thing at the gym because that they're playing videos because normally i don't see videos anymore and it's like why like it doesn't make sense because it's like one one shot they're out in the field dancing for no fucking apparent reason and another time they're inside the house dancing for no apparent reason i'm like none of this fucking makes sense is that me because i'm old probably or is it because like the video like they need to make videos better is what i'm thinking like it doesn't make sense do you remember what do you guys think do you remember which one it is what what do you mean it's been all of them like all of them like all like they're all the ones i'm seeing now like they're dancing in the street like 
because I, I, I'm a big rap music fan. Like I still am. Like no matter new new stuff, I mean it's hit or miss. Old stuff for sure. But it's like I used to love like you know like Snoop Dogg and 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 all that shit like LBC and like just fucking having fun and barbecuing and all that shit. But now it's like maybe it's because I'm getting older and I'm like this doesn't make sense anymore. What are you guys' your thoughts on, on, on that? I would say um, definitely it's, well, older music you grew up on, so you're going to kind of like feel it more. Love it, love it. Yeah, you're going right? to love it more. So it's yeah. going to, whatever it is, it could be a whack video, and you're still going to more right. or less love it. It's true. I mean, also though, but back then there was a little more creative because there was new stuff being created at that time, whereas right, now... Right a lot of that stuff has kind of already been done so it's you've seen it for at least a good 20 30 years of videos oh, maybe. yeah that makes and then sense. also but anyone could do it anywhere you know like it, this yeah. wall right here i can pretty much remove the, the color of the wall and put like like whatever almost like a green screen type thing um but you can film yeah. in a parking lot you see a lot of people doing tiktok videos and stuff it's the same thing like just film wherever so it, it's easy. Anyone could do it. So the access to the the equipment and just the ability to do it is so much easier for anyone to do it. That maybe not the best top producers are making these videos nowadays. They probably mm. some of these people have probably videos that cost them maybe a few hundred dollars versus back then. Like I mean, you had to have like millions, millions yeah, to do all yeah. that. So it, it's just the times. I mean. Like, like, remember when MTV used to have the show yeah. um, oh, making yeah, the yeah. video? Because if, if you watch that, they put a lot into the production. They had yeah. train cameras. They had um, the cars being pulled on trailers and this and that just so they got all these shots and the choreography and stuff. They wanna, there was a lot more put into it, which, is, which you're right. You know, those videos had more substance, had more depth, and, you know, maybe not as far as... Um, you know, visual content-wise, but as far as engaging somebody to want to sit yeah. there, you know, watch them like like it, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, I would love to make a video, you know, like this or like that. But then it, it hit me. I don't have yeah, a no, few hundred no, thousand that's, that's dollars. What, to that's do what I mean. Like it's like I don't know if it's like me being like I'm getting older and like I've seen so much of it, and it's like it could be that not to be like introspective of myself but it's like it's crazy yeah i mean like like joe said anybody can make a video nowadays with your with your iphone or samsung anything like that i mean as long as your your camera shoots in 1080 or higher you can make a music video you know all you need is somebody to hold the camera and boom you're in front of it or even just holding a selfie stick or something like that you know it's just just doing that but you know in order to get a decent quality video you know, you you, you got to pay at least right. a few hundred dollars. And as far as like the content wise, like you were talking about somebody standing in the field mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're in a house jamming right. out or something like that. I don't know what video you're talking about, but I've, I've seen videos that, you know, you know, come across that way where they have two or three different things that just don't make yeah. sense. For yeah, what no, that's, that's, that's what that's what I kind of and, coming to. It's like it, it doesn't make sense, like dancing in a field randomly doesn't really correlate with life but sometimes but sometimes it could be, be it could be also the art like because art is subjective yeah. you know whatever that field represents might mean something about yeah, the song you know but like if you're not very in tune to what the song's about or 
you know, you don't see the vision that, that they're they're showing you, then it may not make sense. So, um, going back to vi- what Visionary was saying about shooting with a uh, like a camera, uh, a phone, like a lot of the new cameras shooting 4K, like 4K resolution. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can, and there actually are music videos that have been done, like professionally produced videos that have been done, like on iPhones. And matter of fact, I have a video I filmed with Visionary um, on the iPhone. I'm still editing it. Um, are you pointing somewhere? <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, he's he's mad at you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I filmed a video for him with my iPhone, my iPhone 12 Max Pro or whatever it's called. Um, I'm editing it. it. It's taking a while because I'm trying to do some effects that I've never done before. So I'm having to manually figure them out versus, you know, there's probably a program that can do them real easy, but I'm figuring it out. But I think it looks really clear, clean. Um, probably like maybe a couple more weeks I'll have it done and I'll, you know, I'll show you guys what it looks like but as long as you're creative yeah. and, and you're able to put things together and make it work <laughs> you can make it happen I you know I moved and you helped me move but um, yeah no <laughs> you told me it would be done a couple yeah, of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but no, it'll be done soon and it'll be worth it. Trust me. I, I, I already like how it looks. No one else has seen it, but it looks really tight. So, but you'll see what I'm talking about. I, I did it on the iPhone, and and I'll show you guys. You know, once I get the final product done. Are you editing it in like iMovie and things like that, or did you like um, move computer and edit through a program? Yeah, through a program. Uh, Vegas, Vegas Video. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not that expensive. I mean, it was like maybe. I forget how much it was, like a hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah, you don't have to promote it. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah. That's they're not they're not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, are there slot machines or uh, or poker poker tables in the background, like as as a default, or I do not get your joke. <laughs> There's a roulette Vegas, table on the back Vegas drive. audio or something. <laughs> oh, say Oh, okay. I now I get. Oh yeah, joke. Joe's Joe's catch. Yeah, yeah, Joe's catching up. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh, huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's funnier now that you're like, I didn't know what that. What are you trying to? Yeah. Do? I didn't get it. Yeah, no, I know. That's, that's why I said that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I thought you were promoting your next album after this. Yeah. Album, <laughs> Vegas Audio. I should. I should. Thank you. That's that's the name that's of my. That's a good one. It's gonna be an album of nothing but sounds that you would hear on the Vegas Strip. Yep. Hey, loser, get out you of the way. My- Kind of thing. <laughs> Give me your chips, bitch. Okay. Here's a card to no, get in the strip the club for five Dude, bucks. The guys make as they like. <laughs> yeah, no, making yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the dude with the cards like that. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what Mark's thinking. <laughs> and then the sound uh, of the, the fountain. Bellagio. <laughs> Background. Yeah. Uh, we're making an album here, guys. Yeah, a couple of car horns, and then you can hear the the shots of you know when Tupac got shot. You can hear those sounds in the background too. Oh wow, that's sad. Yeah, no, it's he but died. It's the Shit. sounds of Vegas. I mean, that's... A, a man died, Joe. But that way, you know, don't it's bring Vegas. that up. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he died. We're, we're going maybe. for sounds oh, yeah, of new. Sure. Yeah, he didn't die. So see, it's not sad. No, he's he's on he's on Virgin Islands. Like, yeah, never it up. He's like he's like our age, yeah. probably. He's like in Belize or something like that. He's not 
Somebody said they saw they saw him at, at oh, the McDonald's yeah, drive-through. <laughs> I don't know which one, but they they took a picture and the caption read uh, uh. on me. <laughs> It's like he's our nice. He's our generation uh Elvis. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, him and Biggie. Tires. But nobody sees no, Biggie. No, no, Biggie died. Is because Biggie's too Tupac big. Was, is... Yeah, no. Nah. You can't see him. him. Yeah, you can't hide yeah. him. <laughs> Tupac, Tupac, gonna oh, hide and shit yeah. like fucking <laughs> behind bushes and shit. Oh, that's Tupac. No, it's not. Is that you mean? <laughs> no, no, that's no, just some not. other guy over there. Yeah. No, I, I. Elvis is still alive too. Or he should be nearing his death. Yeah. He should be like eighty something years old. He yeah. should. Yeah, because yeah, when wasn't he forty yeah, something so when he, he would died? Be like ninety, he'd be in I'm his ninety. Yeah, he would be if he was in his forties when he died yeah. in the seventies. Or he in the eighties? Yeah, we're none of us are. Yeah. Good he'd be nineties. Well, I, I am good at math, but I, I don't <laughs> no. know what you're talking I, about. I I failed math class twice. <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's okay, Joe. You'll Car- get there one. Carry day. the one. Just carry the one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the cosign. <laughs> the cosigner. That and the fractional pro- yeah. uh, property. Okay. Now you're talking. Are you trying to talk to Mark? Uh, Whatever that means, I don't know. And are you, are you talking like this? Prop- oh, okay. I'm talking to you, but he's talking about like uh, properties and stuff, and yeah, yeah. But he... this conversation is getting too <laughs> abstract. I'm no genius at math, but I know where number based. Yeah, you're just I'll... gonna fade. You're just gonna fade to black right now. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm done with work for the day. I can't think of numbers no more. <laughs> nice. Anyways, yeah, Visions Volume Two that had like twelve tracks on Thank there, uh, two chopped and screwed tracks. Ooh. That were done by uh, Mr. Paco. You guys know who yes, that guy Paco. is. Scott. Um, yeah, he hangs out with that other guy, Joe Audio, yes. a lot. Yeah, Joe did all, all the artwork for the, the album and everything. And and he did a really good job. I sent him a picture. I was like, hey, here's this picture. What do you think about using this? And he sent something back right away. He's like, this is what I came up with. He's like, I also came up with some other things. But, you know, it's up to you. And... I really liked what he came up with, so we just ran. Yeah, it was actually an Instagram picture, wasn't it? I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm it was a an fan Instagram of picture. That's that's good. Yeah. I need to check that out. Yeah, Paco does a pretty good job. He's been working on it for like quite a while, right, Joe? For like ten. Yeah, 12, on and off. 13, I mean, it, it just depends on the equipment because he has like his little uh, digital turntable now, so he can do it. Um, but yeah, about I don't know five years do you want, ago. Do you want? Do you want to explain, Joe, like what chopped chopped and screwed is for people who don't know what it is? So for audiences that don't know, yeah, chopped and screwed music. So pretty much it originated in in like Houston, Texas, from um, a DJ uh, named DJ Screw. And pretty much what DJ Screw would do is he would like slow down the music, so he would just play it, and then he would do this at parties and clubs and everything. So that slowed down sound, people would call it screwed music or screwed up music. Um, and then when he would mix it, then he would just do like little chops in it. So like it pretty much like the, the song would be playing and then like whatever word's going to come next, he would chop it in and then it so almost repeat the word and kind of skip. And, and it's, it's just an effect almost, I guess a lot of people in Texas would drink uh, lean or uh, what is it? Cough syrup and stuff. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's yeah. real big Scissor. in the south, and so just kind of being high and all that, like visionary knows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about the scissor, even though I know yes. it's from at the right, right, right. I wasn't trying to get the ingredients, and and that makes you visionary to be a visionary. <laughs> I saw never the done a of it. I've never tried it. I just I, I've seen I like visions. It. Yeah, so that that's all it was. I mean, just slowed music that's just chopped up, and um, it, you cruise with it, like relax. I guess whenever you're high or whatever. It's supposed to like just be cool. I, mean, I I jam. I don't do none of that stuff, but I, I jam screen chop music just you know on a oh, long yeah. drive. Me, yeah, me too. It, well, cool. not, not yeah, not that. I just love listening to it. Yeah. So I, I yeah, it's, I'm I'm a fan of it. Yeah. Some and DJ Screw is good. Yeah, his uh, sure. was it June 27th or whatever the the album he made that. Yeah, like all those Screw songs day. are are really cool. Like, and yeah. when you hear his music, how he did it, it sounds really like. Like almost it's, an, it another, sounds, another it, art form, you know. A, essentially, it is. It's it's another level of music because it it takes you down. Like I don't want to make it. I, mean, I guess I'm coming from like a, a sober. I can't read that mindset. What is, what was that? You said he'd be right back. I can't. Oh, no, nice. <laughs> for me, for me, it's like a. I listen to it soberly, right? Like when I yeah. listen to it, it sounds. It almost sounds like you're stepping in mud a little bit, like. Audioly, right? Because like, yeah. it sounds like, because that's what it kind of sounds like, and it, but it, but it, it flows so good because they, they, DJ Screw basically takes the songs and he chops them up and he makes them slower, and it, the song comes a yeah. different way to hear it. it it's kind of relaxing, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree. I like it. I have never heard of it. Yeah, you never heard of chopped and chopped and screwed, DJ DJ Screw? No, never heard of it. It's good. I mean, like they even did like uh, Twista. Twista did like a chopped and screwed, or at least maybe DJ Screw did, and he, what's he up, did what's that up with uh, Twisted. Would if they do or do you, if it's even off, off the top of your head? I really wouldn't know. What one of my favorite albums, like Screwed and Chopped, is uh, Baby Bash, The Smoking Nephew. Like I, I listened to that so many times, screwed and chopped. Like Classic. I listened to that probably more than the original, and that's a lot. With some some versions of songs I've heard of screwed and chopped, I've heard them first screwed and chopped, and I can't listen to the original one. Like it just doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, Joe, I'm not gonna lie to you. That was actually the first uh, BB Bash album I bought because I was like, oh man, I, I love you know Sugar Sugar, and I, I, I wanted to you know buy the album. We didn't and own this song. I ended up getting the screwed chopped version. So that's that's adrenaline rush, which is one of twisted main songs. Yeah, I've heard I've I've heard a lot of a lot of screwed and chopped stuff. I I heard like like I was saying the the baby bashes smoke a nephew album the screwed and chopped version. I actually bought that first before I bought the, the actual album. Not realize 
Yeah, because I didn't realize it was screwed and chopped. And I put in my CD player, and I was like, what the hell is this? It's so slowed down. I was like, all right, I kind of dig it. And I went back in the store and bought the actual album and then came back out and compared it yeah. to it. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But the like original it. original version sounds like spit up. Like, after you hear the screwed chop first, yeah. It does it does fuck you up. Yeah, like you guys were saying. Like, if you listen to screwed up chop, screwed and chopped before you listen to the, the normal shit, mm-hmm. it kind of throws you yeah, for sure. off for sure. Now, it's like, you know. You know who's big into screwed and chopped? Um, no way, England, really? England uh, guys. Yeah. I've actually noticed because I'm like, because of two chopped and screwed songs that I have, England um, and, and Europe, mostly uh, Great Britain area, they like screwed and chopped for some reason. Because I see a lot of plays coming. They're probably barely getting the music. Because like version. a lot of the, the, like outside the US, like they still listen to like some of the older, old school hip hop. Like it, it's just slow to leak out to them. They're probably barely discovering it. They're all, who's this DJ screw? Oh no, Man, he's so yeah. cool. 2021, brand new. DJ and like he's he's been dead for like twenty years now, so it's like they're they're, they're just late on music over there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, either way, they're enjoying it. I don't care. Yeah, we're we're gonna kind of make this one a little short one uh, w- with the show. But one last question that I wanted to ask you guys, and I just recently saw this. I don't know if Scott may have sent this to me, uh, or I saw it somewhere on social media, or I may it may have been on one of your guys's uh, social media. Uh, I recently just seen something where someone was explaining, or they did like a, a TikTok video or something. I don't know. I'm not really into the the newer social medias, but um, he was explaining that we we we're talking here about you know different genres of music, and then we've kind of went bounced back uh, and talked about older versions of rap and the newer versions and things like that. Uh, this person on the video was talking about how uh, the old school rap uh, happened to be pretty punk at the time. Uh, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion and, and maybe feedback about how, how do you feel with like the older rap? Do you feel that it, it kind of blended in with the punk genre? They kind of started at the same time. Uh, so w- what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Okay. Well, what I would say, yeah, they, they did kind of start about the same time. I guess they're kind of rooted the same in a sense that with punk rock or punk music, it, they kind of like were rebelling, you know, like kind of just going yeah. against whatever was going on, uh, the mainstream or the system or the man, whatever. Um, and hip hop was essentially the same thing, just for, with a different background going against the system, you know, the man, whatever you might, might call it, kind of the same themes. I, I would say originally hip hop or rap started the same. Like it was kind of um, a uh, like a scream or a cry for like want frustration, you know, like kind of just saying, hey, look what's going on. This is not, you know, right. We don't like this. This is not what we like. This is what we want to do. We're going to do it our way. And then that's kind of how a lot of the the original hip hop started, especially like the, the, the gangster rap type, I think really um, blew up because of that, like, just trying to um, be a different system, like F the police or whatever. I mean, that's pretty much that's a punk type thing too, you know? So NWA, NWA. Yeah, exactly. I I would say, I think there's some truth to that, some validity that they they originated from the same kind of mind state and um, sound a little bit different, but pretty much are portraying the same messages. Yeah, even to to now, to like today's rap or even because – what you would call is like like 
when punk really became mainstream, you know, back in the early 2000s, you know, late late 90s and all that, you know, you had they started becoming like pop punk. You know, so you had like some 41, you had Offspring, mm-hmm. you had all these different bands that were really popular, but they still brought the punk sound. But, you know, that's where you they lost like a lot of the underground punk fans. You know, like like um you had Fallout Boy, you had uh, um Newfound Glory, No Effects. There's certain bands that started on the rise realize, hey, we're getting too popish. We want to go back to being rooted mm. in just punk. And it's the same thing essentially for for rap. You know, you see, you know, pop rap, which has really become what it is now yeah. in the last 10 years or so. I mean, yeah, in the first 30 years of it, it was, you know, hardcore street, you know, gangsta, you know, and, and everyday life kind of stuff. But also they they glamorized, you know, as far as what they wanted to become, their aspirations and such and what they did become. Now it's it's become so pop at the at the current state to where every song on the radio, every rap song, really nine out of ten sound exactly the same because they all are saying the same thing. There's there's mm-hmm. like they've lost their creativity as far as, you know, being rap, you know, and, and that's where, you know, you have pop rap, you have pop punk. They, you know, the pop punk pretty much became the, the same thing. And it, that's when it fizzled out in like the mid 2000s because every band was putting out the same kind of song, the same, you know, vibe, everything is it's the same thing where pop rap is at now. So they they're at different times, but yeah, they've all went, they okay. went along the same line. But it's just, you know, like Joe said, they all originated from the same same thing. You know, they wanted to rebel. They wanted to have a voice to be heard. You know, those those that were misunderstood and and under, you know, appreciated and stuff like that. It's all the same same thing for both genres, really. And and so there there is so so a follow up question to you guys on that. I mean, I know you kind of touched on it, missionary, but. Where do you think the the avenue or the direction or how do you guys feel on how today's rap music is going? Do you guys think it's in the right direction or do you think maybe they should try to take a step back to, you know, the older roots or what do you guys think? I mean, I know it's a loaded question, but it's very loaded. I mean, but I think at the moment right now, they're kind of like stuck at a plateau because like I said, the last five years, a lot of the music that you hear on the radio is pretty much the same. It's the same process over and over and over, just tweaked different ways here and there. Yeah, there's some that come out like, like say, a Post Malone, who's a little bit different, which is a good thing because yeah. it's a, it was a breath, yeah. a, a yeah. breath of fresh air, essentially, you know. But then mm-hmm. everything else kind of stayed the same. Or then you have another artist like um, YG coming back into this picture. And bringing more of that that West Coast gangster right. rap back in a little bit, you know. So they're kind of at a plateau, but there's people, there's different artists that are coming up to kind of tip it one way or the other. It just depends on yeah. who gets there first, really, and leans to which way, because the same style of rap cannot, you know, stay the same for a long time, you know, because you had 
the, the street grimy stuff in the early 90s and, and, you know, that New York hip hop style in the 80s and stuff like that. It eventually evolved into more club type music. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and that's like gangster rap when it started out. It was done over uh, mixed beats and stuff like that to where it evolved into the G-Funk era and then came into, you know, what we know of it today from what, you know, where it left off 10, 15 years ago. So it, everything in the whole rap industry has, evolves. And as that goes, you know, right now, that music is at a, at a plateau. So it has to sway one way or the other before it either can continue up or continue back down. You know, it, it's just, you, you'll see a change of it in the next couple of years. And I've, I, you already can notice it because if, if you haven't noticed, a lot of the female rappers that are out right now that are popular, they actually rap the way we were rapping 10, yeah. 15 years ago. You know, they're actually rapping. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of them just because they just they haven't yeah. struck me enough to become fans. But I noticed that they're rapping like the Brat or Lil' Kim or Trina or any of those females that were rapping 20 mm. years ago. They're rapping like that. But the guys, for some reason, mm. haven't caught on to it. Wow. So it, it, it's... It, it's there's a slow sway back towards the actual rap where you're hearing that you know the fastness and, and you know being lyrical about stuff not just you know oh my life sucks i'm popping pills i'm so depressed blah 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 bullshit bullshit it's same same thing over and over yeah. or i'm gonna kill you you know uh, you know we're harder than you that it you know that's what it is basically right now with a lot of yeah. the male rappers or you know, uh, you know, ungender specified rappers. <laughs> nice. You know, whoever. I love the PC approach. I mean, I like it. <laughs> so when, when do you? But it, that that's that's when where do you think that right we now, get a six nines WAP song? Oh, it's probably already out. <laughs> nobody cares about it. I mean, because he he really didn't make a big a splash that he should have. He okay. he made a splash in the wrong way, and and it killed anything that he would have had going forward so it's just you know with everything that he did he did it the wrong way and it it's backfiring and it's he's still trying which you know i can i can grat congratulate him for doing it for trying but he needs to stop rethink his plan and come at it differently if, if he's going to try to continue to be relevant good yeah i don't i don't see him making much more All right. out of last question uh, visionary what what's the next step for you uh you you have your new album your newer album uh now uh what what do you think or where where do you think you want to go from here currently you know we just finished up uh uh, joe's new album or chata in my cup i love the title i love the title title. i'm excited about it when when we came up came up with it we were throwing ideas back and forth and we finally landed on our chata in my cup and I said, it's perfect. It represents you entirely because it is who you are, you know, because originally he was going to do. Yeah. He's good and sweet. He's a, he's a full glass, you know, he's, he's all around. He's well-rounded, not just physically, but all over. And when he came up with the title, we were like, okay, that's what we're going to work with. So he started working on songs and I was so hyped because of the songs he was coming up with or reimagining from older versions and I was like, this is the title perfectly fits for what you have going on here. And that I was so excited about. 
and which made me wanted to get into it even more. So it's just like now I, I I'm recording songs for a couple different albums um, because um, I'm actually working on two 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 new albums for myself. Just you know whatever fits together first is what's going to come out first and that's for me and then me and joe are working on a new album together um just me and him this time uh the the last time me and him actually worked on a project solely just us both coming together for it was 13 14 years ago for a mixtape and this now is is something different like we want to make sure that every song can be visualized so you have that's why we're going to call it audio visuals or audio visions and it's not just a play on our names but also like play it. on the song yeah it's it's joe you got anything to say about uh, yeah album that mean, you're excited kind of, about? kind of like visionaries album some of my songs are a little bit older not as old i mean maybe like five years um i i, I put out a kind of a an album like half with half effort honestly um called desert diaries and i put that out a lot of songs on there were recorded like at different times the levels weren't mixed very well and i just put it out just to have it done and i wasn't really like satisfied with it like it just didn't really sit well in my mind i didn't really promote it just because like i got the album done there it was and then when we started kind of working on music again like um and then we put together visionaries album it was like it got me back into the mode of, of wanting to do music and then so I started looking at some of the old songs I had, you know, some of the beats we had, we couldn't use because they weren't like, um, we didn't have any rights to them. We didn't have, we didn't lease them or we didn't pay for them. So I couldn't use those songs and release them like on streaming services because we didn't have any legal um, rights to it. So we went ahead and, and purchased some beats and re, re um, replaced them, re-recorded some of the songs. Um, or Chopped In My Cup was like one of the big songs I, I made uh, a few years ago didn't have a, an original beat for it, finally got an original beat for it, and then started making that. Um, and then just a few different songs I, I wanted to do, I, I actually finished them and recorded them and redid what was already there and then pretty much repackaged my whole album for this Orchata in my cup for an actual, it's sounding good. Like I made sure all the all the vocals were you know mixed right this time and I, I spent time on that um, to make sure it sounded good all the way across. So now I'm, I'm proud of it. Um, and that's going to be coming out April 16th, um, on all streaming platforms. So, you know, once I get that, then I'll have hard copies, you know, for people too. So, but yeah, anywhere you can, uh, uh, what Spotify, Apple music, you know, YouTube, all that, it's going to be everywhere. So, uh, just excited for that. Yeah. Joe, Joe's album actually, is it's like half and half, like it's more, it's half newer stuff and half older stuff that he reworked into being new songs and like he he really worked hard to reimagine it to make it into something that he was proud of something i was proud to listen to because the last album that he put out the, the desert diaries i finally told him honestly i didn't enjoy listening to it at all i mean there is like maybe a few songs that i actually liked listening to but overall it, it sounded like there was hardly any effort Put into it like he just recorded the songs to record them and then finally you know just was like oh i've got enough done I'm, i'll put it out that's what it sounded like and me knowing him for so long i know that of him and i, I could tell it just in the recordings you know oh, yeah, the way he felt and 
to listen to what he he put out he's getting ready to put out now i'm like a hundred percent behind it because it's actually way better than my album yeah at the time too when i recorded all that like me and visionary weren't doing music together like it was just kind of something i was doing off on the side like not really no direction like didn't really have like motivation i just wanted to record something and and I, I really didn't care too much about it, but now that I'm back in the mode, it's like this is you know something I want people to hear. So I have to make it sure it sounds right, and the full version of me is is on there versus the half. So, all right, well, guys, uh, if you could, uh, sorry for cutting you off there, visionary. It, if right. you could, just tell us where we can find you, socials, websites, or anything like that. And as far as us together with Brown Street Entertainment. You know, that's our, our, our label. But as far as music-wise, me, you can find me up on on all streaming platforms, you know, uh, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Napster, <laughs> if anybody still uses Napster. Um, uh, there you go. I, we're on Napster. We're on iHeartRadio. Um, you can look up Visionary. You could look up Joe Audio. Even Mr. Paco, he's got, his album is out there, too, on all of that stuff um youtube uh, you know we have the midnight get right video we're getting ready to release the the right on time video soon there'll be a joe audio music video you know on youtube as well um as far as socials you can find me on i'm only on two i don't do twitter tumblr any of that other stuff snapchat whatever i just do instagram yeah well i don't tell everybody my my only fans because you know that's (laughs) that's for only fans because those that know know yeah, they, actually, the the uh, good ones get it for free. <laughs> but I'm I'm on uh, Instagram at that underscore dude underscore viz, or I'm on Facebook at that dude viz. So those two, you can find me on social media. Otherwise, my music's on every streaming service. Joe. Uh, yeah, Instagram. It's uh Joe Audio six two three. Um, or else the Brown Street ENT at Brown Street ENT. Um, Facebook, Brown Street ENT as well. Um, I only have my personal page on Facebook, so I'm not really going to say that. But uh, Instagram, pretty much. I should start one on Facebook. I don't know why I don't have an artist page, but if I do, it's going to be Joe Audio either way. Joe, I, I I have a personal page as well. And for some reason, I have more fans and, and supporters yeah. on my personal page than I do on my my actual music yeah, page on Facebook, which is weird. And, you know, I, I, I'm like one away from a hundred um, oh, page likes or whatever on my, my Facebook music page. So somebody give me one more like. <laughs> okay. I'll like it finally. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You can find us there. Um, oh, we also just launched a, a clothing store on, on Teespring. So if you go to teespring.com backslash stores backslash brown uh, hyphen street hyphen entertainment, it'll bring up our little clothing store. We only have three designs up right now. We're going to be putting more up. Um, they're based off of the, the Brown Street Entertainment logo and, and song lyrics or song titles. So, awesome. you know, go there and buy something. Just send me the link. I'll yeah. send it to Mark so he can put it in the show notes. Okay. I don't even know the, the the website to go, so I had to memorize it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, I need to click on something. So. Yeah, I, I had to memorize it because I was giving out the wrong link, and I don't know where I was sending <laughs> people for a while. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, so, we've got yeah. We're the same with us. We have a million different projects going on at the same time. One of the reasons I was late today is working on a different project we had because of this frustration. But either way, uh, I appreciate you guys came on. Amigos out. This has been the Amigos PC. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review us on all your podcasting platforms. Visit us at AmigosPC.net for our entire library of content and Amigos merch. Till next time, adios.